For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. From Mud Ice Arena to Little Caesars Arena, we've got the sports opinions that matter to you. From the Driven Collision Studios, we make friends by accident on the game, 7.30 a.m. The views and positions expressed in this program are those of the host and do not necessarily reflect the views and positions of the Game 730. Some may find the content of this program controversial or offensive. Put on your big boy pants and buckle up. This isn't a safe space for weak takes or whining. You can say that this sports radio show is offensive-minded. Call the show at 517-300-4263. Text or call us through the game, 7.30 a.m. Message the game, 7.30 a.m. on Facebook. Guess who's back? Guess who's back? Back again. Beanie's back. Tell a friend. Guess who's back? Here's your host and professional Hellraiser, Beanie live from alumni hall today by the apple store in eastwood town center it's offensive minded with me beanie coming out and see us we're here till six. First and foremost a chance for you to take advantage of a 20 percent discount throughout the entire store all night dr j is here is already eyeing some merch i need that vest i think her gender handicap sitting in in full as she eyes all sorts <laughs> of items she can get one-fifth the total price off tonight yep 20 percent off your entire order all night here at Alumni Hall by the Apple Store in Eastwood Town Center. And while you're here, we'd love it if you'd participate in our Toys for Tots drive, which wraps up today. They have an unwrapped gift. It has to be new. Yeah, and I, I don't know if there's much room left. That box is pretty full. Yeah, it you looks guys like have, it. These, the listeners have done a great job. You still got time to get in on that today. And help us out along with the Salvation Army and the U.S. Marine Corps Reserves. And Alumni Hall is one of the participants here. We'd appreciate that. If you're so inclined, and of course, the aforementioned 20% discount. We'll have some prizes and giveaways too throughout the, the show. So if you want a chance, come on down here. We've got this little 
um, what would you call that? Registration box? Yeah, there you go. Can you, you even hear me? Yeah. Okay. I got you. Okay. I just wanted to make sure. No, I got you. And you fill out a little slip, put that in the box. We do these drawings throughout. Okay. You got to be here in person to win, though, if your name is drawn. So you got to hang out here, all right? And by the way, that's not a bad thing. There's plenty of things to keep your attention here. The store is huge. Mm -hmm. A very wide selection. And, you know, with that 20% discount, here's an opportunity for you to get a big chunk of not all of your Christmas shopping done in Actually, I'm, I'm eyeing, it's like this snuggy-looking thing. I said Christmas shopping, not personal shopping. No, it's shopping. not for me. It would oh. be for my sister because she always gets cold, and there's a really cool snuggie over there for 50% off. Gotcha. So. We, have a, we have someone checking it out in real time. Mm -hmm. Sir, would you say that is a good Christmas gift idea? Uh, I would, but my wife wears uh, these gifts all the time. Okay, very okay. good. Very good. There you have it. <laughs> Come on down. Uh, the store is huge if you've never been here. Um, a couple of doors down from the Apple store here in Eastwood Town Center. I don't know if there's a bigger, better selection of MSU shopping gear and merch. I don't know where it would be. So good luck if you're looking for that. I don't, I don't know if you can beat this. They got everything. Obviously, you know, clothing to decor to memorabilia to wall art helmets there's all manner of mugs and um water bottles yeah drinkware mm -hmm. there's even like michigan state themed christmas stuff oh yeah like a michigan i'm looking at a michigan state christmas tree how, everything how could you get better than a michigan state christmas tree yeah That's what i want to know yeah yeah so we're here till six come on down and then by the way the the 20 discount is all night here at alumni hall but after we're done from six to seven thirty, alumni hall is bringing in jacoby winman Jordan Hall and Montori Foster from MSU football, and they'll be doing photographs and uh, autographs till 7.30 tonight. So you can come on out and get your picture with those guys, get their John Hancock, mm -hmm. and then take in the store and get a 20% discount on your total order. That's a big deal. That's yeah, a really is. good deal, especially considering the time of year when everyone needs to be You need be to shopping. shop anyway, right? Yeah. Hell of a deal. So come on down to Alumni Hall. Again, that's just a few doors down from the Apple Store in Eastwood Town Center. We're here till 6, but the 20% discount is all night, and you can meet those three MSU football players from 6 to 7.30. A lot to get to today, Dr. J, on the docket. So let's, let's, let's stick with Michigan State because Jonathan Smith made it official today, the new head football coach here in East Lansing, with uh, some of the staff hires. These, are, these, these aren't knew we knew these guys had been hired but they made it official in a you know proper michigan state press release today with the letterhead and everything oh perfect so you want to go through them yeah let's do it okay uh, well the first one was there's the offensive coordinator brian lindgren he's also the quarterback's coach he's just following jonathan smith over from oregon state you know what? Maybe I should pull up the actual press release because there's probably a pronunciation guide. Oh. Because I don't know how to say the last name of the running backs coach slash assistant head coach. <laughs> um, and I don't want, like, the guy's brand new. Like, I, he deserves getting his name correct on the radio. Do you want me to take radio. a guess first before you? Is it an educated guess? It, uh, yes. Bonafa? If it has a question mark at the end, Dr. J, it doesn't sound very. <laughs> it was an educated guess. We'll see if I was right. All right. Well, MSUSpartans.com might be able to help us out there. But he's the running backs coach and assistant, excuse me, associate head coach. Jim Mahalchik. I know I have that one right. You know, it's, it's a confusing spelling, 
But that's how you say it. Jim Mahalchuk, he's the offensive line coach, one of the best in the country at what he does. I'm very excited for for him following Jonathan Smith over from Oregon State because if you didn't watch any Oregon State over the last couple of years, you're losing out because they were fun to watch, especially on offense. Go Beavs. But everything, yeah, everything those Beavers do <laughs> is predicated on, uh, well, Beavers are good at building dams, right? <laughs> yes. And dams stop things up, right? Yes. The offensive line in Corvallis stopped up the defense okay. constantly. It's Everything they do is, is built on having a big, nasty offensive line that's very old school and imposes its will on the defensive front. And I think this is perfectly suited for the Big Ten. It's going to translate one-to-one. It's just predicated on them getting the players, and they were able to do it with a lower caliber of player You know, the last few years at Oregon State. Oregon State... Uh, you know, a similar situation as Michigan State. They're in the shadow of the other Power 5 school uh, in their home state. But unlike Michigan State, Oregon State doesn't have a, the same level of resources. Right. They don't appeal to the same level of recruit. I'll give you an example. So Michigan State obviously, you know, uh, gets a good mix of three and four-star guys and maybe, a hand, maybe every handful of years, one five-star, right? Yes. Oregon State... The way Michigan State gets one five-star every few years, that's how Oregon State is with four stars. Oh, okay. So they're getting two- and three-star guys. What I'm saying is they should be able to get the kind of caliber of player needed to make this scheme work in the Big Ten. This guy has recruiting chops. He was able to do it at Oregon State with not a lot of resources and in a similar position of not even being the preferred football program or school in his own state, right? Right. This Jim Mahalchek is one of the best offensive line coaches in the country. I'm very excited. He has an NFL pedigree. Go ahead. It's really important for Michigan State especially because our offensive line was brutal. Horrible this past season. Yeah, despite having another guy who was very highly touted, um, Chris Kapilovich. And he was the highest paid offensive line coach in the country at like $1.2 million. It just never happened. Yeah. I don't know why because that guy had an excellent reputation. I remember when they made that higher official, I was super excited. It just never really came through. But they were they were getting the caliber of player necessary. They were getting four-star guys. It just, I don't know, it just it didn't work out for whatever reason. I suspect it will with Mahalchek, though. He's, he's something else. And by the way, if, if you're one of these Michigan State fans who's worried because of like 15 players in the portal so far since Jonathan Smith was officially hired, a lot of offensive linemen in, in the portal – you know, I've taken a lot of calls and messages on that in the last couple of weeks. We've heard people wringing their hands over specifically pretty much the entire offensive line is in the portal or has gotten a new home already. Like um, Spencer Brown is Oklahoma, I think. Okay, he made it official. There. Yeah, well, I mean, it's the SEC now. Yeah. That's I'm surprised, honestly. Uh, but there's a bunch of guys in the in the portal already from the offensive line and a lot of people calling in have been saying like this isn't a good sign why don't they want to stay did you ever think that maybe they aren't given the opportunity to stay right because they weren't cut out for it obviously they did not prove themselves yeah i don't think these guys are cut out for what he wants to do right so i wouldn't now i'm sure some of them are electing to do this on their own but don't just assume it's players choosing to go in the portal on their own, they might be being guided in that direction, right. if you know what I mean. You know, there's a new sheriff in town. Just yeah. because it worked out and they, they had a starting role under the prior regime doesn't mean they fit the mold of what's happening here, um, you know, going forward. And speaking of that, 
Actually, let me get through the rest of the coaches first, then we'll get to remind me to talk about something from the portal if I don't get to it. Okay. Uh, Brian Wozniak, the tight ends and recruiting coordinator. Big get there to Oregon State. Again, if you didn't watch, pretty much um, like baby Iowa. Oh, okay. Tight end you. Like you're going to love some of my favorite Michigan State football seasons and the best ones over the years have involved some pretty excellent tight end play. Mm-hmm. Think about some of the D'Antonio glory years, right? There were Charlie Gant, um, Josiah Price. They had good tight end play. You're going to have that again under this guy. He's he's developed a lot of good tight ends. Luke Musgrave was oh, okay. a second-round pick of the Packers, and he's having a good rookie year. So you can count on that, I think. That's exciting. Secondary coach, Blue Adams. He played in the NFL. He's He's done a pretty good job for Oregon State. We'll see if it can translate here. And then the defensive line coach, I'm going to get this one wrong. Dr. J, why don't you try? Oh, there's no way I'm going to get that. It's a Samoan name, and I really don't want to be disrespectful. No, I, I can't <laughs> even take an educated guess at that one. Me neither. I'm really bad at the Samoan names. The only way I can say DJ Uyunglele is because I watched enough Oregon State and yeah. Clemson games over the last few <laughs> years to be able to do it. Um, I'm not even sure how to say his first name. L-E-G-I? Leggy, maybe? I, I have no idea, and I... I'm not trying to be um, trying to, to say the last name. That guy has a good reputation, too, and cultivated some good defensive lines for them with not a ton of resources or talent there. So exciting times around. You'll notice there are still some vacancies on the staff, most noticeably defensive coordinator. We'll get to that because I suspect he may, he being Jonathan Smith, I suspect he may have his next defensive coordinator lined up. It's just... Um, he might be coaching right now in a bowl season uh-huh. and they may not want to make it official yet out of deference and respect to his current team and player. And then um, portal wise, I did want to mention this because it ties in directly to alumni hall is uh, Darius snow, the legacy player at Michigan state, you know, his family, uh, Eric snow, you know, the, the guard here for Michigan State basketball, Percy Snow, a legendary MSU football player, uh, Darius, a linebacker slash safety hybrid for the last few years, has had a you know really bad run with injury luck. And it started in the opening game last year against Western Michigan. When I think he tore his ACL, cost him the whole season and much of this one. Uh, excellent player, you know, ton of potential, but the injuries ruined that the last couple of years. He entered the portal officially about two weeks ago. Last night he withdrew. He's staying at Michigan State. Uh, I think that's huge because I'm still excited about what he could be. Uh, Injuries be damned. Yeah. And um, I think you do want some continuity from the prior, you know, program, right? Like he wants someone who knows what it means to play here and and the kind of cultural change they need. He would know. Yeah. Um, also, he's a legacy guy. He's he's Michigan State born and bred, so we should probably keep those. He's not a bad football player either. Right. But the reason I bring him up outside of the news is he and Jacoby Winman have uh, NIL deals with Alumni Hall, and they have their own merch here. That they designed, right? Or Darius, Darius Snow, Snow designed, designed his own shirt. Yeah, he's a graphic designer. He's And actually, he's a big part of why the black uniform happened uh, because – if you follow him on Twitter, he, he puts out a lot of the stuff he designs. It's pretty neat stuff. He's got an eye for it, for sure. I He's like got, the black uniforms. I think they're really cool. 
Me too. I'm, and look, I'm all for anything that helps with recruiting, and Absolutely. that's what it is. It's a recruiting tool. But before they had the black uniform, excuse me, they call them thy shadows. Oh, uniforms. that's fun. Before they had those this year, Darius Snow was beating that drum on Twitter and Instagram all last year. We need a black uniform. And he designed a few mock-ups. And one of them is pretty close to what wound up happening with the ones they wore this year. So he's got an eye for graphic design. He has his own shirt he designed here at Alumni Hall. Uh, the Jacoby Winman jersey you can only get at Alumni Hall because that's part of his NIL deal here. And Jacoby Winman, again, will be here later today with Montori Foster and Jordan Hall, the stud freshman linebacker from 6 to 7.30, signing autographs and taking pictures with you. So be sure to take advantage of that. Okay, first segment's already in the books. So here's what's coming up the rest of the way. We need to dig in on defensive coordinator gossip about Michigan State. Sound good? Sounds good We'll to do me. that. Um, I do have a, a few more thoughts on the coaching announcements for Michigan State on the assistant side, specifically a couple of names that weren't in there that we suspect will be retained from the prior regime, or maybe not. We don't know that for sure. We've just heard that. I want to get to that. Other stuff today. <laughs> we have to talk Pistons. Oh, no. We just do. Are you sure? History is happening. Don't make me talk about the Pistons. It's, it's historic what's Ugh. happening. I think the Pistons have a serious shot to have the worst ever record through 30 games in NBA history. They're just straight up garbage. The lost again last night. We're up to 18 in a row. And they didn't just lose last night. They, they lost to a team like half of the team was out. And they let some anonymous bum drop 50 points on them. It's bad. Oh my goodness. We are at critical mass with the Pistons. And in a weird, perverse way, it's incredibly entertaining to watch. <laughs> So, you know, I spent all offseason once the, the Pistons hired, um, uh, what's his name, Monty, uh, the new coach. I already forgot his last name. Once they made that hire, you know, I said, look, he's got nothing to work with. This is probably going to be a brutal year regardless. But what, Monty Williams, that's his mm. name. But what he has to do is the Pistons' first and foremost job this year is just to get relevant again because no one's cared in like 15 years well they're relevant <laughs> just for the wrong reason <laughs> we're talking about them that's true nothing kills ratings better in sports radio and lansing than talking pistons <laughs> but not with this oh okay. because they're so bad it's good <sighs> like you have to talk about them. it's like a you can't look away situation. car crash exactly yeah. they are a massive pile up on i-96 <laughs> just oh boy. and you can't look away yeah. and it's only the pile up is only growing <laughs> more and more cars are piling oh, up oh gosh so yeah they're they're down to one in 18 right or no one in 19 and they've lost 18 in a row i think is what it is we'll talk about that they've got a real shot at the worst record through 30 games in nba history and then i wanted to talk about this they're gonna have a shot for all sorts of ignominy including the longest ever losing streak in the nba that's within striking distance because it's 28 the longest ever losing streak in all of north american professional sports is probably within range it's 30 something we talked about it last week with the then chicago cardinals of the nfl but i don't even like is the worst record ever in the nba possible there was that charlotte bobcats team a few years ago that only won seven games maybe maybe that on the table but specifically is this the worst ever team in detroit pro sports history oh it's gonna challenge for it yeah a lot of people are gonna mention the 0 and 16 lines right i don't know man this is kind of worse 
they had a couple of NFL guys on that team. <laughs> How many dudes on this team outside of Cade do you think would have a meaningful role somewhere else? Not a one. I think you're right. So we'll get into that. There's a lot, a lot of meat on that bone. We'll get to that. Um, Lions, big injury news yesterday that I think um, where they could least afford it on defense. No. And you know how I felt. I already thought this defense was going to end their playoffs really quick. And I think this is just more confirmation of that. We'll get to that. And then this proposal that the new NCAA president has come up with is just fascinating. And that's a PC way of saying it, I think. We'll get to that because if you're someone that hates all the changes in college sports, and I'm talking about transfer portal, immediate eligibility transfer, NIL, if you're not a fan of that, you wait till you hear what they're proposing. I'll spoil it. A whole new division where teams can directly be involved with NIL and don't need a collective to administer it, and they're allowed to have their own trust to pay players directly. That's the proposal. What? If anyone wants to do that, they're welcome to join this new division is what the new NCAA president is talking about. So like one that's not affiliated with a college or am I misunderstanding? No. So you know how like right now we have like the lower level is like FCS Mm -hmm. and then there's FBS. That's what Michigan State's in with the bowls. Yeah. This would be a whole separate part where there's all these different NIL rules and paying player rules. Basically, it's a it's a new place for the schools that want to spend unfettered on college football can go so it's for the big schools okay if they want it's it's a fascinating idea i don't know if it's a good idea but we'll get into it um yahoo had a good expose on it it's it's interesting basically this is the ncaa's hail mary at keeping the power five from breaking away in football to form their own ncaa oh i see this is the way they are trying to keep that business there you go because think about it the ADs have spent the last month begging Congress to get involved and save them from NIL. And every one of them that's testified has said the NCAA is either incapable or uninterested in doing this. Yeah. Well, what does that tell you? They have no faith in them. They want to go start their own thing. The NCAA knows that and they knows that they'll, they'll go out of business if they lose that, lose that revenue. So what are they doing? They're, they're proposing a Band-Aid to save it. We'll go over that too. All that and more. Uh, on Offensive Minded today, as we're live at Alumni Hall by the Apple Store in Eastwood Town Center, coming out, see us between now and 6 o'clock, get signed up for prize giveaways and all that good stuff. Plus, you'll want to take advantage of a 20% in-store discount on all orders all night here at Alumni Hall. Get your Christmas shopping done in all all in one fell swoop and save 20%. So take yourself out to eat and have a couple of drinks afterwards with the savings. Yeah, that's, that's what I would deal. do. <laughs> yeah. And uh, if you're going to watch the Pistons, you need that drink. You absolutely do. We're back on Offensive Minded here at Alumni Hall after these words. Area. The Detroit Red Wings are back for another season on the Lansing Sports Network. He shoots, he scores on the back end. Lansing's Big Talker 1240 WJIM. Never miss a game again, whether you're on the go or just like doing it the old-fashioned way and sitting around the radio. He scores from the right side goal. Every face-off and every playoff can be heard on Lansing's exclusive home for Detroit Red Wings hockey. 1240 WJIM, Lansing's only home for hockey. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, 
Click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hi. Not afraid to be wrong, but these tips are on the game, 7.30 a.m. Live from Alumni Hall here by the Apple Store in Eastwood Town Center. Here till 6, coming out and see us. And take advantage of a 20% in-store discount on your entire order all night here at Alumni Hall, okay? And don't forget your chance to enter to win our big prize giveaway today. We've got a pair of tickets to see Michigan State and Rutgers Sunday, January 14th at Breslin. Okay, We've got the little slips here in the... What do you call that, Dr. J? The, the registration The box. registration box here is on our table here, right inside the doors here at Alumni Hall. So come on out between now and stick. And don't forget uh, that 20% discount on all in-store orders is good all night here at the store. And from 6 to 7.30 after we wrap up, Jacoby Winman, Montori Foster, and Jordan Hall from Michigan State Football will be here signing autographs and taking pictures with you, okay? That's all night here. Uh, well, that's from 6 to 7.30, but the 20% off all night. Okay, cool. Now we want to bring on a man uh, that needs no introduction, but I'll give it to him anyway. Jay Dizzle, <laughs> who's the boss here at Alumni Hall. How you doing, man? Good. How are you? Oh, we're good, too. Uh, it's, it's been a minute since we saw you last, right before football season started. We don't need to talk football. That's okay. No, please, let's not. We'll, we'll skip. <laughs> First, why don't we talk about the 20% uh, the discount in store here tonight and some of the stuff people could take advantage of and get their holiday shopping done. One fell swoop tonight. All righty. So if you come in tonight, um, obviously we got 20% off um, the entire night for you. A um, lot of great um, Christmas gift ideas from sweatshirts to uh, collectible drinkware, um, your home decor, you name it, we've got it. Um, best selection in town by far. Yeah, I agree. I, I don't know where you could find more uh, in, a, in, a, in terms of quantity, but also diversity of product, right, Dr. J? Yeah, a bunch of different items to choose from and high-quality stuff, too. Like, I'm eyeing, there's a vest over there that I think I'm going to need to get before we leave. It's like a, a fuzzy vest Sherpa. with some trim. Sherpa, yeah. yeah, it's good. Is that the actual industry term, Sherpa? That it is. Look Perfect. at that. I'm you know more than a... I do. <laughs> do you want a job? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, um, that's a good point. Why don't we jump off of that into uh, the, the Toys for Tots? I'll mention that real fast. This is the last day for our drive here. We've been working with you guys, Alumni All, the Salvation Army, the, MS, or the uh, U.S. Marine Corps Reserves, and Town Square Media, our station, the game 7.30 a.m., have been working together on this uh, Toys for Tots drive here for a few weeks now. The bin here is, is you can still donate, bring one new unwrapped toy, and the bin is right inside the door. You know, I don't, we might need a new bin. It's almost full. I know. It's amazing um, the turnout that we've had with customers just bringing in um, the unwrapped toys. Um, tis the season of giving, um, and we always need to think about the less fortunate instead of just ourselves. For sure. Absolutely. It's better to give than to receive. Yes. Right, Dr. J? Yep, that's what I always say. You know who else believes in that? <laughs> the Detroit Pistons. <laughs> oh, boy. It's better to give victories than to receive them, at least so far. We'll get to that <laughs> later. 
All right, uh, Jay Dizzle, the manager here at Alumni Hall, why don't you tell us, what are some of the hottest selling things this holiday season? What are, what are the things that are in short supply? If people want, they better get down here fast. Well, as far as, like, on the men's side, we've got tons of polos. Um, they are running um, low. We had tons of back stock. Um, we're down to a couple boxes left in the back. Oh, boy. Um, so they are going fast. Um, women's side, it's a lot of um, crops for, you know, college-age um, girls. And then, of course, um, a lot of sweatshirts. Um, tis the season to be wearing sweatshirts. Um, so come on out, get that stuff. Um, right now, that's the hot sellers that we have. Okay, that makes sense. Has there been, have you noticed an uptick? Because I certainly have at least an excitement and energy since uh, Jonathan Smith was hired as the new football coach. Yeah, we've seen a good uptick in uh, traffic now. Um, I think, you know, based on what happened in the past, um, you know, we saw a little decline, but, you know, it's kind of rebounded now that um, Coach Smith is around, um, been hired. I think it's a good thing. Um, mm-hmm. I think he's going to take the team in the proper direction. I feel better about football now. Yeah, agreed. I mean, but to be fair, I felt better, like, as soon as the last guy was, uh, <laughs> you know, suspended. Yeah, Because we all knew where that was going. Right. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, lots of excitement again, which is nice. It's nice to have some positive feelings about football again. Um, so what, what are some other, um, outside of clothing, what's, what's something else that's, that's big this time of year? I, I mean, I see there's Michigan State-themed Christmas attire and Christmas wear here. What else are you, you peddling a lot of nowadays outside of clothes? So, obviously, we got a lot of um, Christmas decor, um, ornaments, uh, some nutcrackers, Santas, a uh, couple Christmas trees, and a lot of gnomes. gnomes. Um, give, give a gnome a home. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I mean, it'll work, right? Um, so we got a lot of Christmas um, stuff that um, we have in stock, um, a lot of toys and games for kids. So if you don't purchase toys or games at another retailer, come on in here, get Spartan-themed games um, and toys, and put those in the bin for Toys for Tots if you didn't have to buy for anybody. Um, other than that, I mean, jewelry's been a big hot seller as well. Yeah, I'm wearing the um, Spartan logo earrings that I got last time we were here, yeah. actually. Very cool. That's a good idea for, for someone who's looking for something for a, a lady in their life, right? Mm-hmm. Dr. J, uh, have you seen anything that would pique your interest that you would like to receive? And I'm not asking for intel for me, not at all. <laughs> Completely not. Okay, um, there's that Snuggie over there. It's a, like a green, very, I, I loved soft things. So you got to have like a soft, really nice um, blanket sweatshirt. And that's mm-hmm. what that Snuggie over there is. Soft things. Soft Speaking things. of the Detroit Pistons. Oh, boy. <laughs> no, sorry. I'm piling on the poor Pistons. I yeah. shouldn't do that. Okay, that's, that's, that's helpful intel for mm-hmm. the gentleman uh, paying attention and maybe looking for some creative <laughs> inspiration. Which, Dr. J, I mean, speaking of that, you know, um, hoodie blanket that you're talking about, that's 50% off. I know. How can you get wow. better? I, exactly. Yeah, it's a pretty good deal. Mm-hmm. I see um, there's a few left, but I wouldn't waste time. Let's put no. it that way. How about that? And plus, um, you know, Come on down to see us tonight, but then you can take advantage of that after, you yes. know, and get your chance to win these uh, MSU Rutgers tickets. And you mentioned something, uh, Jay Dizzle, I thought was a good point about, like, the toys here. You could buy a toy, get 20% off, and then that could be your Toys for Tot donation right, yep. in, right outside. the door. Yep. On your way out, you can just drop it right in the bin there. Perfect. All right. Uh, anything else we need to cover? No, I think that's about it. Other than the players will be in, you know, 6 o'clock like you mentioned. Um, we're excited about that. And as always, we're always excited having you and uh, Dr. J out. Well, thank you so much, Jay Dizzle. We appreciate your hospitality as usual. Uh, Jay Dizzle, ladies and gentlemen, the, <laughs> the manager here at Alumni Hall in East Lansing. Thank you for your, your hospitality and for your time. We appreciate it. Not a problem. You're welcome. Cool. So we're here till 6, as, as mentioned. And come on out and take advantage of that 20% discount in-store on your entire order all night including even after we sign off. Oh, yeah. 
Uh, on top of that, as just mentioned, too, we'll have uh, Jacoby Winman, Montori Foster, and Jordan Hall from Michigan State Football. They'll be here from 6 to 7.30 signing autographs and taking pictures with you for free. That's a free event here in store. Come take advantage of that. That'd be great. That could be a good um, Christmas idea. Yeah. You know, get a, uh, an autograph or a, a signed picture or something like that. Um, I think you can bring stuff to have them signed, too. If, don't, how about this? Take advantage of the 20% off. Get something for them to sign here. Perfect. And that's you know a brand new gift. Yeah. Made even more special for this time of year. Man, I'm just I'm doing all the legwork for you guys out there. <laughs> You're welcome. All right. Um, we have a few more minutes this segment, Doctor J. Let's let's dig in on a little bit more about the the coaching staff hires to or announcements for Jonathan Smith. We knew these guys, you know, were following him over. That had already been reported for almost two weeks now. Made official today. What's um, I think most interesting is a couple of names not on that list because it's been reported, again, not made official, but it's been reported by credible media outlets and media people that Jonathan Smith is going to retain Harlan Barnett in some capacity. Okay. The you know former interim head coach. He's been the defensive co-defensive coordinator here under D'Antonio. Uh, defensive backs coach two different times here and Courtney Hawkins who played here and is a young guy and is has been the wide receivers coach here for the last couple of years and he's good <laughs> are you saying Harlan Barnett's not no no that's okay you can say I would that. never say that no <laughs> no but look um I suspect that them not being on there isn't anything to invalidate the reporting that they're going to be retained right it's just for whatever reason not official yet. Maybe they haven't determined their roles. Right. Because, um, look, there's no wide receivers coach that's been formally hired yet. That would make sense to keep Courtney Hawkins there. I think he's done a really good job with wide receivers at Michigan State. Don't you? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And I think they need to find the right ceremonial role for Harlan Barton. Yeah, and speaking of that, I, I think it's really easy to do. So an off-field role. Like he could, the reason you would keep him, aside from... Aside from, like, continuity purposes and also, frankly, like, the guy is a Spartan. He played oh, yeah. here. He, and what he went through this year. He deserves it. Yeah, he probably deserves it. Let's, yes. let's, let's call it like it should be, right? Mm -hmm. I, I could see them just making him an off-field, like, recruiting analyst. And when I say that, I don't mean someone who spies illegally on other teams. <laughs> I mean an actual recruiting analyst. So all he would do would be a, he would just be a recruiter. And that would make a ton of sense for everyone involved here. He's done a pretty good job recruiting his native Ohio for this program over the years. He has the personality for it. Oh, yeah. Players love him. Yeah. And he's a nice guy. Mm -hmm. um, and he's a good ambassador for Michigan State, Absolutely. too, considering. I, I don't just mean football. I mean as an institution because he went here. Right. But it would make sense on Jonathan Smith's side, too, to retain Harlan Barnett as a recruiter because a couple of reasons. One, Jonathan Smith has no Midwest ties. That's big. You need guys. That means when you come into a situation where you don't have the infrastructure built in, you have to have support from the staff that, that people and people who do. Well, Harlan Barnett is your key to Ohio then. And on top of that, that's paramount enough. But then it, within the context of where Michigan State is in Ohio now, after the prior head coach had totally taken it out of his list of priorities recruiting-wise, like, they were more interested in the American Southeast, right? They were into Georgia and Louisiana, looking down there for, for like, high-caliber athletes. 
The thing is, though, I don't think you can point to a time in Michigan State football's history where they were successful without a serious uh, Ohio Constitution on the roster. Yeah. I just think of some of the greatest players in the program's history. They're from Ohio. Not all of them, but a lot of them. Yeah. I mean, when was the last golden run? It was the Connor Cook era. Mm-hmm. Ohio. Yeah. You know, like you name them, they probably came from Ohio. <laughs> Odds are. So the next guy has to rebuild some bridges that were burned there. And this guy who has to do that has no Midwest familiarity to begin with. Well, then that, that's where Harlan Barnett comes in. Yeah. So and that makes sense. I think sense. he would do an excellent job. Sure. Uh, off-field recruiting role, I'd be good with it. Yeah. Courtney Hawkins obviously has been a good wide receivers coach. It would make sense for them to retain him at wide receiver. I don't know if they will. Uh, but I, I would find something for him to do because he's been pretty good. And also, Jonathan Smith, we're talking about Ohio. Jonathan Smith also doesn't have any Michigan connections, which, let's be real, you've you got to have a foothold in state. Right. Well, Courtney Hawkins does. He was a high school football coach and is still incredibly connected throughout the high school ranks in this state. It makes a ton of sense to keep him there. Not only that, he can coach. Yeah, it's a no-brainer. Yeah, he's, 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 and he's young. And he also played here, you know, so... I think those guys make a ton of sense for everyone involved. I suspect they will be here. Uh, It's just not made official yet. But I would guess, you know, certainly within the next three weeks, once once bowl season has concluded, we'll definitely get finalization of that. So something to keep your eye on there. I don't know if we should dig into Pistons just yet, Dr. J. Well, you said the defensive coordinator position. Oh, yeah, let's do that. Let's do that. Thank you. Thank you for reminding me. Let's talk about the candidates there because, you know, there are some names – um, circulating, nothing obviously official. They obviously, I think Jonathan Smith wanted to bring Trent Bray over with him yeah. from Oregon State, and that's what I wanted too, selfishly, because I love what they do on defense. It's kind of a mirror image of what they do on offense. It's it's uh, very physical and multiple. There's a lot of pre-snap motion and stuff. Uh, Trent Bray has since been made the permanent head coach at Ohio, uh, Oregon State, mm-hmm. which stinks for us. We can't have him. But that doesn't mean you can't find a quality defensive coordinator out there. Yeah. Plus, there's this. Michigan State is giving Jonathan Smith a ton of resources, not only for recruiting and NIL and things like that. I'm talking specifically about assistant coaching salary pool where they've committed to, uh, at least within this year's context, it would be the highest in the Big Ten. That's significant. Yeah. That's like more money than Ohio State and Michigan are using on assistance. That's significant. And that'll be like top five in the country. That's really good. So he should be able to land an excellent defensive coordinator. Who that'll be, we don't know. I'm, I tend to think he probably already has at least a top guy zeroed in on, if not already a handshake agreement. But that guy probably is coaching in a bowl and can't make it official until after out of respect for his current employer and his players. I don't know that. That's what my guess would be. Even if not, there's plenty of guys to talk about there. So why don't we go over a few names? One would be Jimmy Lake. Jimmy Lake was the defensive coordinator the same time Jonathan Smith was the offensive coordinator at Boise State under Chris Peterson and then at Washington under Chris Peterson. Then when Chris Peterson retired, Jimmy Lake took over and was not a good head coach. Um, That's how Kalen DeBoer got there. Gotcha. 
But that's okay. There's a lot of guys who don't cut it as head coaches and are, are great coordinators. Manny Diaz at, at uh, Penn State comes to mind. Terrible at Miami. I mean, State went down there and throttled them yes. a couple of years ago. He was the head coach then, but he's always been a great defensive coordinator. Jimmy Lake is probably one of those guys. Right now, he's an associate head coach for the Los Angeles Rams. I think that's appealing. The more NFL connections you have on your coaching staff, the better in this day and age for recruiting purposes, right? So um, keep him in mind. That might be the guy. They may already have a handshake agreement. Jonathan Smith and him have spent a lot of time together at multiple stops. Um, if it's uh, you want to think about other names with a Michigan State connection, I've heard people talk about Phil Parker. He's Iowa's, um, Iowa's defensive coordinator and has been for the last 10 or so years. He replaced, this is so fascinating, he replaced Norm Parker, who was a defensive coordinator under Perlis for a while here at Michigan oh. State. Phil Parker replaced Norm Parker. No relation. <laughs> just two Parkers? Not just two Parkers. Two Michigan State Parkers because Phil Parker played here. Oh, boy. Okay. He, play, he was a all-conference safety under Perlis here in the 80s. Uh, Phil Parker has regularly churns out one of the nation's best defenses at Iowa. Yeah. We all know Iowa's issues. It's not defense. Exactly. Excellent defense. Year in, year out. Um, the thing is with him, though, he's, they're paying him pretty well. He's, he, they pay him $1.4 million. The highest paid defensive coordinator this past year was Jim Knowles at Ohio State at $1.9 million. If Michigan State wants Phil Parker, I think they have the resources to do it. Probably $2 million bucks per year. But based on what's been reported that, they have, that Jonathan Smith has an assistant coaching pool, yeah, he should be able to afford that if he wants it. The other side is Phil 62. Is he at the point in his career where he wants to uproot a good thing at Iowa to make the homecoming to Michigan State and to start over? Right. I, I don't know. I mean, other guys have done that. Just because he's 61 doesn't mean it's off the table. I just don't know if he's interested in that. Now, you have something no other job would have. It's home. Yeah. Right? Like, that, that matters. The money matters, too, obviously. Right. But the, the nostalgia and emotional appeal is something no other school could appeal to him with, right? Absolutely. So that's a guy you'd get, you know what you're getting day one. It's going to be a physical, sound, fundamental defense that does not give up big plays. Now, will he have the players to run what he wants to run day one? Probably not. But I would, I would ask you, does Iowa have the best talent in the world? No. He regularly turns out an excellent defense with the kind of talent that's probably um, what I'm saying is state probably has a higher caliber of player right now. Yeah. Even after the mass attrition that happens when a new coach is hired, the old regime is let go. Anyway, um, that'd probably be the guy you could hire and day one have the biggest impact. The thing is, does he want to do that at 61? He might just want to write it out at Iowa. But that's another thing. What if Kirk Ferentz retires? Right. They hire a new guy who may not want to keep him. It might be the right time for him to move. I don't know. And I don't know that Kirk Ferentz is going to retire. A lot of people are talking about it, specifically because Iowa fired his son as offensive coordinator. He probably didn't like that. Yeah. I mean, also, think how weird that would be. You know, you work somewhere and they fire your kid. <laughs> That makes it awkward to still work there, right? Yeah. I don't know if that'll happen. But Phil Parker, I've, I've been told by people who would know that Michigan State has made some overtures to him already. 
wait and see, I guess, is what I'm saying on that. Other names you're hearing, Jim Leonard, who played at Wisconsin, played in the NFL with the New York Jets, and then came back to Wisconsin and really quickly rose up the coaching ranks and built an excellent defense year in, year out at Wisconsin as their defensive coordinator. The issue there is, and this is me talking, nobody else, when they fired Paul Christ in season last year, they elevated Leonard to interim head coach, and he obviously wanted the job. And he's not, He wasn't even 40. I think he was 39. Young guy. But he played there and has good connections in the NFL, obviously a good defensive coach. But they didn't keep him. They went and hired Luke Fickle. Yeah. Why? Like, there has to be a reason. Now, he wouldn't be the head coach here. He would just be the defensive coordinator, and he can clearly do that. But what's weird to me is... The job he's had this year is an off-field analyst role for Illinois. Oh. He didn't get another defensive coordinator right. role? Right. Which surprised, like, if you're, if you're a good D.C., why aren't you employed as a D.C.? Yeah. You know? That's suspect. Yes. That's whole, my whole issue. Uh, that doesn't mean he wouldn't cut it anymore. I mean, he's, he's only, like, 41 now. Yeah. But the, the issue with me is, I, especially in football, I think he can gauge a lot about someone's aptitude based on what the rest of the industry thinks of them. Doesn't mean it's always right, but I feel like it usually is. Example, Jay Johnson, Scotty Hazleton, those guys are gone. Do you think they'll be in the Power Five next year? No, they won't. No. Because they're not good at what they do. It's that simple. That's the same mindset I apply to guys that Michigan State's reportedly kicking the tires on. If Jim, Leonard, Jim, if Jim Leonard, Leonard's a great defensive coordinator, why isn't he a defensive coordinator right now? You know? Yeah. That's weird to me. Um, speaking of Scotty Hazelden, I've seen some people, uh, I've seen some people speculate that maybe Jonathan Smith would keep him. No. Yeah. Better not. Mm-mm. No, thank you. Yeah. I also, I, I doubt that because he doesn't do at all what Oregon State did defensively. And I know Jonathan Smith's an offensive coach and probably wants a defensive coordinator who will take ownership over that more so than maybe under a defensive coach. But still, I don't no, I don't see that. It's just not the right fit. <laughs> Goodbye. You know what the shame is for Scotty Hazleton? He had a good reputation before coming here, before Tucker brought him here. Yeah. He, yeah, he did. I mean, he Do you was, think he could build that back up? Not here. Yeah, absolutely not. <laughs> I think the bloom is off the rose here. Sometimes, especially in sports, you see it. Guys need a change of scenery for whatever reason. And sometimes they develop a reputation, fairly or not, that uh, precedes them in certain places. So he, I think he probably needs a change of scenery. But he had a great reputation as a defensive coordinator at Wyoming, and that's how he got the job at Kansas State, where he was for one year before Tucker brought him here. I just wouldn't hire a defensive coordinator out of the Big 12. You know? Right. He needs to go back to the Big 12. Probably. That'd probably be in everyone's best interest. Those are just a few names. There's pl- plenty of others. And you can find them. Everyone in the world has an article with a bunch of names on it. I think we'll know for sure in the coming weeks. And I think the closer we get to bowl season concluding, the more this will pick up. So stay tuned on that. Stay tuned here, too. We got to go to break. Coming up the rest of the day, I know it sounds crazy. And the PD is standing here and is probably very upset with this idea. But we have to talk to Troy Pistons. No. We just do. He's giving me a look. Oh, no. Hey, we carry <laughs> Pistons games. That was your idea, wasn't it? Not mine. 
Oh, <laughs> it was probably Brock's idea. Mm. Yeah, well, you know. Some blind squirrels never find nuts. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we, we have to talk about them because they are making history. And I think they're not fun to watch. And it's gotten to a point where I'm rooting for them to historically fail. Yeah, it's like a movie that is so bad it becomes good. Yeah, like, like The, the room. room. Yes, <laughs> or George of the Jungle. Yes. The Brendan Fraser that Like, I was 10 and I walked out of that movie. Right. I was like, Mom... This is a terrible movie. We have to go. Yes. Not leaving this movie. There's a chance it's some serious history. We'll talk about that. We'll get to the Lions. This injury uh, that came out yesterday, very bad news for a very bad defense. We'll get to that. If, if I have time, I want to get to that proposal for the NCAA, this new division they're proposing. And then the Tigers have announced A.J. Hinch has signed a new contract extension, but they haven't released the terms at all. Still? Right. I got some thoughts on that. We'll get to that all in due time today. As we broadcast Offensive Minded live here at Alumni Hall, a couple of doors down from the Apple Store in Eastwood Town Center. Come on out. Take advantage of a 20% in-store discount on all orders tonight. We're only here to 6, but that applies even once we leave. And then once we leave at uh, 6, three football players from MSU are coming to sign autographs, take pictures with you for free. It's uh, Jacoby Winman, Montori Foster, Jordan Hall. Stay for that. We're here till 6, a chance for you to win tickets to MSU Rutgers Hoops. Come on out and see us for that. And stick through this break. If you can't come out in person, we're back in just a few minutes after these words. Get your Detroit Lions pregame fix all season with nachos and kneecaps. The Lansing area's very own local Detroit Lions tailgate show. Presented by Momentum Health Center in Mason. Join yours truly, Beanie, from Offensive Minded on the game 7.30 a.m. and Brock Palmbush every week about two hours before kickoff. We cover all the Lions angles, player availability, matchups, outrageous Dan Campbell in-game decisions and audio, local ski mask sales, and everything else. Nachos and kneecaps presented by Momentum Health Center in Mason is also brought to you by Miller Lite. On Classic Rock 949 MMQ and the game 730. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger. For the ones who get it done. WVFS East Lansing, a town square media station. station. We're the station you've turned to for sports for over 30 years. The game, 730 AM. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. From, from Spartan Stadium to Ford Field, we've got the sports opinions that matter to you. From the Driven Collision Studios, we make friends by accident on the game, 7.30 a.m. 7.30 a.m.
outdoors down from the Apple Store in Eastwood Town Center. Dr. J is here. That's why this terrible Christmas song is playing. I gave her one today. That's it. At most, you'll get a couple of weeks. Already, I'm giving you this because earlier in the week when the Dwight Dream was in, we played Tom Petty Christmas all over again, which is undeniably the greatest Christmas song of all time. I tend to agree. I actually do like that one a lot. So you can have this one. I know you like this one a lot. And it's a fan favorite. Everybody knows it. Okay. Yeah. All right. But that's it. No more the rest of this season. Sorry. I think Brenda Lee made it back on the Billboard Top 100 recently. So Is that, that right? Yeah. Now, what is that? Based on what? I don't know. It, I, have how no, is that? I have no idea. I should know. It's not, it, it's not like based on records. Right? I or think it's like iTunes downloads. <laughs> I have no clue. Yeah, how do they determine that anymore? You know, I'll I'll do some work on that next break and then come back and let you know. We work in radio. <laughs> we you know, know we everything answer. about radio. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, okay. So reminder, here at Alumni Hall, we're here for another forty five minutes, but they have a twenty percent off in store discount on all orders. Through the rest of tonight, tonight only, 20% off holiday discount sale. So come and get your Christmas shopping done and all in wealth, one fell swoop. They got everything. Obviously, a ton of clothing, MSU merch and memorabilia, collectibles. They have MSU Christmas gear, Christmas ornaments, toys for kids, uh, you know, wall art, all that stuff. You name it, they've got it. And you can get it at 20% off tonight for your entire order in-store only at Alumni Hall, here a couple of doors down from the Apple Store in Eastwood Town Center. Something else you should know about, we're giving away uh, a pair of tickets to MSU versus Rutgers. That's a Sunday, January 14th basketball game. The way you win them is we have a little registration box right in front of our table here inside the, the doors at Alumni Hall. You fill out a little slip, drop it in the box, we'll draw it, and whoever wins, you got to be here in person Okay. Otherwise, we got to draw someone else who is here, right? Yep. So we'll do that right before we get off the air, probably around five fifty-five ish. Toys for Tots drive ending today. Here, uh, we've done this in partnership with Alumni Hall, with the U.S. Marine Corps Reserves, and who else? There was one more I'm supposed to mention. Obviously, us, Town Square Media, and the game seven thirty a.m. Oh yeah, Salva- Salvation Army. Ah. Okay, so the Toys for Tots bin is right inside the door at Alumni Hall, and it's almost full. Come on in in and uh, deposit your one new unwrapped toy to help make Christmas morning special for every kid here in the Lansing area. By the way, if you don't have one, why don't you come in and buy something 20% off? There are toys here. Mm -hmm. You can put it right there in in the bin on your way out. Yeah, that's an excellent idea. Pretty good deal there. All right, cool. Housekeeping taken care of, I think. That's, That's everything. I think we're good. All right. Well, we've come to that point in the show, Dr. J. No. No, don't make me do it. We're going to... No. Radio rating suicide. I don't think it's that bad. It's, it's kind of fascinating. It's fascinating in the worst ways. Yes, but still fascinating. Okay. Look, they don't care why you're tuning in, just that you're <laughs> tuning in. The Pistons now have lost 18 in a row, right? Tragically bad. It is. It's, but the thing is, it's still not even close to historically bad in terms of longest winning stre- uh, losing streak. Oh, okay. So the worst ever losing streak in NBA history was set uh, across two seasons, 14-15 and 15-16, by the 76ers, who lost 28 in a row. Oh, boy. Across two seasons. This is all in the season so far. They still got a chance. For the Pistons. Yeah, so they would need to lose 
uh, 11 more games in a row to take home that title. That doesn't seem unreasonable. No, it is distinctly possible because I'm, I'm being serious. This is not a bit or a shtick. I'm not playing it up. Look at the Pistons' schedule. I don't see another game this year where they will have a minus <laughs> number next oh, to their name. Oh, no. It's only going to be...
There, there's only one station in Lansing that you've depended on for sports for over 30 years. Some call us by our government-given name of WVFN East Lansing. You can call us by the name the people of Lansing know us by, and that name is The Game. 7.30 a.m. Start your weekday morning with the Dean of Sports, Tim Stout. Middays with Mike Greenberg. Offensive-minded with Beanie Howell. And The Huge Show with Bill Simonson. We're a force to be reckoned with. We're Lansing's only sports station the game 730 a.m without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running everything would suddenly stop hospitals factories schools and power plants they all depend on you no matter the weather emergency or time of day you're the ones who get it done at granger we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies count on real-time product availability and fast delivery call clickgranger.com or just stop by granger for the ones who get it done. The game, 7.30 a.m. Right now, traffic. Be aware that east and westbound I-96 from Martin Luther King Jr. to Washington Avenue. That's going to have a lane shift for construction there until the 22nd of this month. You've got a traffic tip. It's 882-1389. With traffic, I'm Nathan Bedenberg. Are you facing foreclosure? Then come down to Megalo and Partners. We're a mortgage rescue company and we can help you keep your house. The process is simple. The results are guaranteed 100%. That's the Megalo and Partners promise. Provided you submit to our plans for galactic domination. No, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> Megalo and Partners, your partner in foreclosure prevention. Stop in anytime. If you're facing foreclosure, make sure you're talking to the right people. Speak with HUD approved housing counselors free of charge at 888 995 HOPE. That's 888 995 HOPE. Brought to you by NeighborWorks America and the Ad Council. Wings are back for another season on the Lansing Sports Network. He shoots, he scores on the backhand. Lansing's Big Talker, 1240 WJIM. Never miss a game again, whether you're on the go or just like doing it the old-fashioned way and sitting around the radio. Parking scores from the right side goal line. Every face-off and every playoff can be heard on Lansing's exclusive home for Detroit Red Wings hockey. 1240 WJIM, Lansing's only only home for hockey. Sports, opinions, and you. The station Lansing turns to for sports. Turns to for sports. The game, 7.30 a.m. Hey, jingity-jing. It's Dominic the donkey. Jingity-jing. The Italian Christmas donkey. La, la, la. La, 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 la. Santa's got a little friend, his name is Dominic. 
The cutest little donkey, you'll never see him kick. When Santa visits his paisans with Dominic, he'll be. Because the reindeer cannot climb the hills of Italy.
who they're hopeful will be back. On top of, on top of, on top of we have Emmanuel Mosley, who's out for the season. You're not going to get him back. Yeah. And then C.J. Gardner-Johnson, who is is hopeful that that torn peck, he can make a miraculous recovery from and return at some point. He's talking about it like it's possible. I don't know. I guess I'll believe him. Someone's telling him it's possible. It would be, it would be very rare. Um, not as rare as Aaron Rodgers tearing his Achilles, quote unquote, and then coming back eight weeks later. Yeah, that's impossible, right? I don't know. I, the only explanation I can come up with with Aaron Rodgers is he didn't really tear his Achilles, but I saw it. Yeah. I, I saw in the replay, you could see his calf like shrivel. Yeah. And that's the thing that happens when the Achilles snaps, right? Mm -hmm. So we all saw that on national TV. I didn't hallucinate that. No, you didn't. So something serious happened there, but he's apparently... I guess been medically cleared to take some light practice, which is, uh, that's a miracle of it in and of itself, a medical miracle. Yeah. Well, anyway, back to the lines, five starters on defense out. The defense wasn't very good to begin with. That's an issue. That's a serious issue. Yeah, that does not help. Lucky for them. Their schedule is pretty light the rest of the way. You got the bears this weekend. You, the, 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 the tough game. And I think we all had already kind of discounted as a loss was at, um, at Dallas, on is that Christmas Eve Eve I think yes so that's okay you probably weren't going to win that game either. anyway you got Minnesota in there twice I mean you should count those as wins right I mean it's the I NFL think split them it's oh really yeah I mean they should win both but I, I'm with you like the defense is an issue yeah it was before this injury so you take that away it's definitely an issue right I mean that's a big problem. The good news is that the Lions have a three-game lead in division with five games left. Yeah, you know, in order to be talking seriously about the Packers overtaking them, because can we agree if it's going to be anyone, it's going to be them? Yeah, they're peaking right now, and their quarterback's not dead, right. unlike Minnesota. Um, if it's going to happen, it would be them. But they're three games back. Yeah, you know, and they have a worse division record, so the Lions have that tiebreaker. The Lions' magic number is three. They win three games, it's over, yeah. mathematically. But I think all it'll really take is two. Because Packers are not going 5-0. and oh. I know their schedule is complete cake. They're at the New York Giants on Monday. They play Carolina. You know, Carolina's won one game. Well, they're already out of wildcard contention, right? They're the first team to be eliminated. Yes. yep. Um, the Packers get Minnesota in there. And there were two other. Oh, Tampa was one of their games. And then they end with Chicago in Green Bay. Okay. So those are five games against teams with very bad records. Yeah. <laughs> Except for the Vikings who are even at six and six, like Green Bay is. But the thing is, I, I get it. You know, people are looking at that and, and they're saying, oh, you know, that sounds like a 11 and six, but it's an incredibly young team. They're going to screw up. You know, they're going to have a bad game or two. So I, I think in all likelihood, the Lions only need to win two games to clinch this thing. Yeah. And they're going to do that. Yeah. The issue is when we get to the playoff game. Oh, boy. Because playoff games, I mean, it goes up. The intensity goes up several more notches, and you're going to draw, you know, you're not going to play Chicago Bears. Let's just hope or, it's not Seattle. <laughs> <laughs> well, Seattle currently look on the outside looking in. Okay. Green Bay has tiebreakers over them and this, the Rams. Now, that's the one. 
Yeah. What if Matt Stafford comes back to Ford <laughs> Field in a playoff game? I mean, it'd be entertaining to watch. Wouldn't it be the most Lions thing to happen? Like, they, <laughs> they win the division and host a playoff game for the first time in 30 years, and it's against their former franchise quarterback. <laughs> he beats them. And he has, like, a glorious comeback oh. opportunity and just ruins it. What if he throws it just so the Lions can win? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what if he comes in and he purposely throws, like, five interceptions? just so the Lions can have it. You know what I'm... Uh, that would obviously be a huge storyline, but I think uh, an equally big, if not bigger, component to that game would be Jared Goff getting revenge on the Rams because he, he they clearly gave up on him. Yeah. And I bet he... Ta- I would take that personally. Yep. Now, Jared Goff is a pro and says all the right things, but I think that would be a very big deal to him. Don't you? Yeah, I would agree. Yeah, I, I, I kind of want that to happen, you know, it for would radio be the, purposes. Yeah, it would be the best matchup, I think. Well, because all the storylines. Yeah. yeah. The most entertaining. It's not the best matchup for them. No, no, no. Who would be, though? Not Green Bay. I don't you, know. I mean, it's the playoffs. You can't hide. Yeah. All the teams that are in are, have some level of competency, right? Yeah. Otherwise, you don't get in the playoffs. So maybe it would be Green Bay then, just because they're so young? Well, see, here's the th- I, that's what I would say. But the problem is the Lions have no playoff experience outside of Jared Goff. Right. Like, has anyone else on the roster won a playoff game besides him? C.J. Gardner-Johnson, but he may not be playing. Yeah. Alex Anzalone with the Saints. Yeah. That's it, right? (sighs) The Packers have probably more playoff experience, just not at quarterback or receiver. Not at the most important positions. But across their defense, a ton more. Yeah. I don't know. So it's bad all the way around. Well, it's it's hard. It's supposed to be. It's the NFL playoffs. Yeah. You, You can't hide. I just want to win one. Just one playoff game. Isn't it? Okay. I, look, I'm a big believer that um, goals are, they're not static. They change as the season progresses. Yeah. So if you're doing better than we thought, then the goals are going to be, they should move up. Yeah. If you have a bunch of injuries, the goals should go down. Yeah. It's just reasonable. I think the balance of this season has changed so much. Coming in, I thought the goal was to win the division for the first time in 30 years and host a playoff game for the first time in 30 years. They're going to do that. Yeah. This season has changed. you got to win a playoff game, don't you? Doesn't it feel like that? It feels like that to me, yeah. And I just don't think it's going to happen with that defense to begin with. Yeah, they could get lucky. I, th- I think the Packers are the team you probably most want to see. Yeah. Now, I know that doesn't sound right after what happened on Thanksgiving. but well, We already beat them once. There's that. Also, it, I know there's not a huge difference in playoff experience, but it is a super young offense. So a bad defense would probably want that matchup more than anyone else. Yeah. Unless Minnesota can get in, then you probably want them just by virtue of they don't have a real quarterback right now, yeah. right? Would you rather play Josh Dobbs or Jordan Love? I would choose Caillou. Have you Caillou? Yeah, apparently they're comparing Josh Dobbs to Caillou because they're both bald. What's Caillou? It's a kid's show. Anyway, move on. Yeah, stop making Gen Z references. I'm an elder millennial. A lot of people have kids and watch the the worst kids show in the world. All right. Move on. Think about this, though. This will be the last thing before we do the drawing. I hate the NFL schedule makers sometimes. So the the Lions play in their last three weeks. So week 16 and week 18, they play the Vikings. Mm -hmm. It's so dumb. Why do that? Do you realize they could wind up playing the Vikings three times in four weeks? If Minnesota makes the playoffs and they draw Detroit. And if they can't figure it out by then on how to beat them, I would be very disappointed. Well, and that's that's something to think about. Like, there's a school of thought you don't want to play a division rival in the playoffs because they know you so intimately. Yeah. But my approach would be I want them because I know them so intimately. Right. I would want Minnesota because yeah. of 
no quarterback. Right. And that's the biggest thing in the NFL, right? Yeah. I don't know. We It'll shake out how it'll shake out. We got a few weeks. Wow, I'm sounding like Tim Stout. <laughs> it is the way it is. Okay. And that's the way it is. <laughs> All right, let's, um, let's take care of this drawing. Does that sound good to you? Sure. Why don't you go ahead and Vanna White this? Okay. You on. want some production value? Yeah. Can I do that? Will I, it work? We'll see. Um, no one here will hear it because we don't have speakers hooked up, but I'll give you a little drum roll. You ready? Yeah. Okay. We have Jeff Button. Jeff from Mason. All right. Congratulations, Jeff from Mason. Let me, let me give you a little... who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need plus you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you call click or just stop by Granger for the ones who get it done